welcome to another Book on the Shelf podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jet. We started a book club, but we never talked about the books, so we decided to start a podcast so that we could talk about the books. Our book club was about reading new books and new genres, kind of getting out of our comfort zone of reading, which in turn we would use as research for our writing, since both of us are writers. Welcome to another episode of Another Book on the Shelf. This episode we're going to be talking about Sadie, but we did something a little bit different. Uh, If you follow us at all on social media, you'll know we teamed up with BMV on Queen Street, which is a local Toronto bookstore, and actually got to hang out with their In Real Life book club, and we discussed it there and recorded um, that session. And so this is is that session. Uh, You will also notice that the sound uh, has levels of awesomeness. <laughs> this was kind of one of the first times that we actually were doing something outside of my living room. And so there's definitely going to be chunks that it's not the greatest. Thank you for bearing with us. The discussion itself is really good, so just kind of, you know, yes. focus in, give it a listen. You'll also get to hear some interesting possible alien spaceship sounds, <laughs> dial-up, some catch-handling moments. Oh yeah, some rattling points. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, it was a lot of fun, and all the ladies were great, and we hope you enjoy. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we'll introduce ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) The podcast crew. (laughs) Uh, I'm Jen. I'm Jet. Um, As you may have noticed, and if everyone is okay, um, we're recording this for our podcast, called Another Book on the Shelf. Subscribe and listen to us. <laughs> uh, and we had actually kind of reached out to see if we could join book clubs, and we picked Sadie to be the book. Yeah. So when we realized there was going to be an actual discussion, we definitely wanted to come down and talk about the book with you guys. Yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty informal podcast, so we pretty much just want this to go how it normally goes, and we'll just, yeah, we'll just... Participate. Yeah. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you edit we are. We will edit. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Who? How? I don't know how you guys normally do this, but yeah. so um, what do people think? Yeah. Oh, First impressions. I have questions, okay, but they're okay. like really lengthy ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're like paragraphs. I didn't come Question. up with these. I got them from the internet. <laughs> so what did let's just start off with like the structure of the yeah book. so like what did people think of that like the fact that it was like podcast and like, also written from Sadie's point of view I mean I thought that was I actually really liked it I thought it made like like the podcast stuff was really quick to read through but I also just it was an interesting way to sort of I don't know get two different perspectives on the whole thing which I thought was really interesting yeah yeah, it felt um, like watching like one of those like mystery crime shows. Yeah. Very much so. I thought the podcast recording was quite um, authentic, but the fact that it was mixed in with production and that actually told the whole storyline too, which mm-hmm. was interesting because that's a big part of I, what I determined my opinion of. Um, but I really, you know, Sadie's first person was was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. That was well written and very um, engaging. The, the, the podcast, again, it sounded like I was listening to the radio or to a podcast. 
yeah, put that added bit of the yeah. um, production and how it's actually coming together. Yeah, I liked it a lot. What else did I want yeah, to say? How, um, like, the guy would be like, oh, like, I wonder what this happened. Like, why did this happen? Or what she's doing now, or like, how she got to this place. Mm -hmm. And then the next sentence would be like, her being this yeah. is how I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that investigative aspect of it. And yeah. then sort of you got to see it play out from Sadie's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually listened to a crime. I've lost a friend of it called Serio. Does anybody listen to Um And it reminded me of that, like the rhythm of it, because there's a first-person narration, and then there's a conversation or interviews, and then there's very much a spectacle information. It depends how what she's doing with it. How did you feel about just the fact that it was going back and forth all the time? Like, did you find like you would come out of it a little bit when it switched? I enjoy that. Like, I, I enjoy the cutting of the rhythm and that kind of uh, changes the narrative story. Like, I, I, I like that. I definitely like that. Normally I'm not a fan of it, but I think in this case it definitely worked. Yeah. And the fact that it was, like, consistent when it went mm -hmm. back and forth, rather than just being, like, here are three chapters by Sadie, and then, like, one that's a podcast. I, yeah. I find it disjointed, because I'd pick it up and I'd read the Sadie chapter, and then I'd think, okay, I have to put it down now, or I've got to read the next, whatever, podcast ones. If I picked it up in the middle of anything... I forgot where I was, and also I didn't think that I was reading that it was kind of a Sadie and then it goes to podcast what happened. It seemed to me that they were completely out of sync, and I was wondering why something was mentioned way too far ahead in the podcast that could have been mentioned earlier, which kind of, I don't know, I felt like it was too tangled. Hmm. Um, that adds to the kind of feeling that you are chasing after. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like you're with the yeah, so you're never really quite sure what's going on, even though you're getting Sadie's perspective, which I thought worked worked pretty well, because obviously, um, oh, what's his name? I'm so bad at remembering character names. West McRae. Yeah, obviously he doesn't know what's happened to Sadie, but then we're following her, so we kind of know, but it was a good way of sort of keeping us still kind of in the perspective of Wes McRae not quite knowing what happened to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like an unreliable narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And when you compare it to Serial, which is obviously audio based, the production of making audio is just so layered that you'll like hear narration, you'll hear an interview, and you'll hear like background sounds to set the scene, and I think the format of the book kind of replicated that in a way. Like all of the voices are really well layered, and the description and the setting. You said you listened to it in audio, yeah, yeah. Quite, I didn't right? The audio of the book, and it was great. Like listening to the scenes play out, like the scenes by Sadie, and then the podcast it really strung together much better. So I haven't actually read the book. Yeah, it's it's really cool. mm -hmm. yeah, it was a great listen. Oh, Audible, um, they had some really good narrators as well. So it, was a, it was a great experience. What did you think about how they were both in the present, but not the same present? Yeah, because they're both present tense, right? I mean, I think that kind of goes with the, the sort of 
thing is happening like in a like weird kind of together. order yeah yeah so westbrook is always a little behind sadie but not always i think yeah always. he's always. behind yeah. her but he's in the future of actual time mm-hmm. right because right, it's yeah. i can't even remember what the timeline is now how almost far it's almost a year after she's disappeared right yeah, yeah. yeah. that he's looking for her but then all of her chapters are written in present tense yeah right well, like i kept forgetting that like it wasn't happening at the same time yes yeah, yeah like that it wasn't like he was you know like as if he was actually just behind yeah. her like yeah. getting to the next town to the next town it was like oh no this is like yeah. no she's long a year ago like that. it's long yeah. over yeah, yeah. 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 it was behind but it felt like he was three weeks behind yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and every once in a while they would be like oh it's been a year since she disappeared and they'd be like oh yeah it's been that long yeah, <laughs> yeah you kind of forget right yeah I think that goes with what you said about how it keeps the suspense up, making it seem like he's so close behind her, even though he's actually not at all. That worked quite well. I was thinking about like how does the podcast transcript sort of affect your perception of the characters as characters and whether or not it made it seem almost like it was more real or like if you felt more like you were in that world than you would normally reading a book or if it sort of took you out of it more. I know, right? I think it took you out. Yeah. The only, yeah, yeah, there wasn't, you didn't have the opportunity for depth with just dialogue. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of Wes, West and his, uh, Daniel, his editor, yeah. mm-hmm. um, chatting. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of takes you out of it a bit. I thought that part really removed from it. Mm-hmm. I think when they were talking to, like, other witnesses or, like, people in the towns, it was fine. But as soon as he started talking, like, it really broke that fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does, right? Yeah. Well, when they were talking to Sadie's grandmother, I mean, Sadie's, um, neighbor lady. Yeah, she's yeah. Like grandmother. Yeah. And interviewing her, that kind of felt like in the scene and it helped to understand Sadie and her sister mm-hmm. better. I didn't really like her as a character, though. Like the grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was a little bit fake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think so? I don't know. There was just like something about her that. I definitely felt different about her by the end of the book than I did yeah. at the beginning. Do yeah. you think it's because she thought the guy was such a good guy and he turned out to be not so good? Yeah. Like, well, she loved him so much. That's true. She was on, like, Keith's side. Yeah, yeah she, she totally was. was. She yeah. Keith so much. And again, she wanted him to stay. In fact, she was, uh, she was angry at Claire for letting him go. Yeah. And just, like, the way that she changes throughout the book. On her view about Sadie, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't even think about that until you said that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, maybe I didn't really like her either." Yeah, just kind of like, like yeah. I felt like by the end that I was less sympathetic towards her than I was at the beginning. Yeah, which is maybe yeah. not fair, but <laughs> I mean, I almost, she's a character, not I a real person. Felt so about the mom by the end. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like it switches. Like I felt like I switched yeah, how I, I felt about those two characters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, there's always going to be a moment of story that is the evil mother, right? In yeah. this case, it's, it's Mae Beth, because she is a mom, and so mm-hmm. is Cynthia, and so is Sadie. Mm-hmm. The only one who wasn't a mom was, was, was Maddie. Yeah. And uh, I think Mae Beth, um, she probably had the most tragedy of all of them, because she witnessed not just her best friend, but her best friend's yeah. daughter and her best friend's two granddaughters go through this. Um, mm-hmm. And all she was trying to do, she didn't ask for anything. Yeah. It just kind of happened to her. Yeah, I felt, I felt sad for her. But she didn't come out very sympathetic, necessarily, through the writing. And I think that's the writer's problem, or fault of hers. I think she didn't draw Maybeth well. But did you like Sadie? 
she grew on me. Yeah, that was in the beginning, I'm I thought she was a little bit childish. There was one part where she just with every person she meets, she's always like, You shouldn't trust me, I'm dangerous. And I thought that was kind of like overkill. But yeah, she definitely grew on me towards the end. I mean, to be fair, how old is she supposed to be? She's 19. 19. Yeah. She could have gone the path of her mother, but instead she goes out and goes on revenge like a revenge. Yeah. Revenge. I feel like I just never ended up liking her. No? No. Why? Hmm. <laughs> We're supposed to ask the question. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was just something about her attitude or even maybe and not because she stuttered but I think because the stutter was written out that like made it harder totally to read about which was the point <laughs> yeah. which was the point like it made yeah. you feel like you were there with her and maybe just kind of like pulled me out I don't know the character I dislike the most was West yeah yeah he said, oh, just another, just another missing Oh, girl. yeah. He still didn't come around to it. At the very end, he's talking with Cynthia, and she's like, don't give me that, you know. You have a daughter now, so you think that opens your eyes, and you're going to save mine instead of saving your, you know, mm-hmm. instead of saving yours, and all that. And I thought it was really true. All the, yeah. all the negative, yeah. He, he was on He could have had a, a self-realization moment or something, more than he did, but his character was... was not character. He was he was flawed for sure. He wasn't interested in doing this. And he really wasn't invested until close to the very end. Yeah, like he, he didn't value what was happening to these people and he didn't value them. Mm-hmm. He comes off as a know it all. Yeah. Like he's like, This is what happened, this is what happened, this is what happened. But then like Sadie's there, he's like, This is what I'm actually doing. Right. So he's just kind of making assumptions. Maybe that's what journalists do. I'm not a journalist, so I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be pretty tough to be yeah. journalist. He's looking for the story, he doesn't, as, as you say, he doesn't care about the people and what's happening with them. Yeah. I don't know, but about the, I don't know, like if you take serial characters, they, they really, she finds a humanity in that character, mm-hmm. you know, people. And that's why you get interested in the story or what could have, all the aspects of what led them. I'm trying to think, was this clinical? Like, did you guys think the way the podcast has described what was going on was it clinical as opposed to, um, you know, a proper story with emotion? I definitely didn't connect with it as much as I expected to, as much as I read all those reviews and all the good reads. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I didn't feel a connection with Baby or. Anybody else can feel as invested, like, wasn't, like, dying to finish reading it. Um, I also really love, like, the friend podcast. I listen to them all the time, but I just feel like not, <laughs> it didn't work for me. I'm yeah. Like, oh. Maybe because she's on a mission to murder. I know, murder. Murder. <laughs> murder. Oh, I love murder. <laughs> <laughs> murder, so do I. But I just, just, like, have that sort of young and, like, to make that choice to go and seek her to murder. And it be so, you're so aware of it. Mm-hmm. It as if you don't want to see that aspect of yourself. Um, so maybe that's why it was harder to connect. I don't know. You know. I yeah. I think going back to West, maybe he was meant to be critical mm-hmm. as like just a person that carries the sword. Yeah. And then as a person that you kind of 
bunk as a third party, possibly. Which is why I, I, yeah, I also didn't like him as much. He was very uh, just removed. Yeah, he's aloof. Yeah. And look at the, I just looked at the cover of the book. It says, if she dies, she takes the truth with her. But you don't know what happens. You don't know if she dies or not. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. You don't find out if she dies or not. At the end of the book, I was like, ah. This is fake. This is fake advertising. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, but what happened to Sadie? So, yeah, so what do you think happened to her? I want to believe she's okay, but there's no way to know. I mean, she kind of all kept trucking along. She always managed to get out somehow. (laughs) Yeah. And she managed to hurt him pretty badly, too. Yeah. So, badly enough to kill him, if yeah, you know, ultimately. Yeah. Also, just have you go home and then bleed out. Yeah, right? <laughs> My God. <laughs> exactly. Which he deserved, but... Yeah. I would like to think that she's still alive. Me too. just, like, wreaking havoc. <laughs> I don't know, but that was my... And then I took the book down quickly. Like, like, so I assumed that she died. Surprised to hear that you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of assumed that she died, she but there's died the part of me that just wants to believe yeah. that she didn't. Oh, you know, I understand. Yeah, okay. Did Keith die? Yeah. 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 yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I just reread that this afternoon and I had no inkling he did. Yeah, he ends up, yeah, he bleeding did, yeah. out. He exactly. goes home yeah. and then he she won't stabs go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah she stabs well. him. Right, right. Yeah. She's very weak, right? Yeah, because I. Yeah. Well, she gets hit in the head, that's right. And that's how her story ends yeah. it's like yeah. she sees the stars which is a oh, motif that i saw coming back so that's why i thought like oh maybe she's dead oh. because stars were always like associated with either happiness or like, oh, some aspect interesting of yeah i did not pick up on that <laughs> <laughs> She got what she was yeah. after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a sad way. Really it isn't brave and brave to go and do that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why it's a YA book because you know it's unrealistic and most young people who read this will not have any kind of experience like Sadie grew no. up with. You know, living in a trailer park, having an attic for mom. Some people will have that, but not all. But she has all these big things stacked against her that young adults hopefully don't understand. Yet she still is the heroine. Who finds her way through the seeks for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, that didn't bother me very much. That didn't bother me very much either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just revealing about who we are as people. <laughs> Oh, she's out to kill this guy, sure, whatever. You know what? He had done a lot of damage. Until I looked back at it today to kind of refresh myself, that she was actually going to go, was going to kill him. I never really picked up on that until I started to lift myself. Yeah, I don't think she was I guess maybe that's it. So I'm just going to find him. Yeah, she was saying that I have this knife and I'm going to kill him, and I'm going to kill him. She kept saying that. Yeah, I thought she was serious. Yeah. She didn't realize she was about to help she does seem very impulsive. Yeah. Yeah. I do think part of her repeating that to herself is like trying to get herself to believe it, with the, especially mm-hmm. with the whole I'm dangerous. Because yeah. it does yeah. sound like ridiculous and kind of like, well, you're a child basically, like you're yeah. 19. 
and you're, as far as the description is, a tiny girl with a knife. Like, you're not dangerous. But I felt like she needed to believe that in order to carry out what she was doing. Yeah, especially after she let the motel guy go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fake it till you make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Fake your ability yeah. to do murder. Until <laughs> 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 you can actually do I'm it. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's um, fantasies are for the young and hanging down. Yeah, the young and hanging down. Really. Not surprised, but a little surprised. <laughs> so I think one of the things that I was most surprised about was the postcard. Oh, yeah, oh, right? <laughs> it didn't even occur to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that, was, that really like, got oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, like, actually made that noise, too. Because yeah. part of me was upset by it, and then my part was like, okay, I'll accept it. Yeah. But I was unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't even catch on at first when she like they went through the whole thing of she used to forge this and then like the postcard and she'd never been in California yeah, and then I was yeah, yeah. it took me a moment to be like oh my god Sadie wrote the postcard. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was all lined out for us. We didn't see it. But what is it? How do you think Keith got to know that Sadie wrote that postcard and that uh, that Ma Maddie thought that her mother was in California? Oh, like, Keith, why did Keith come back? Yeah, yeah how yeah. did Keith know that she wanted to go to California when he had that pickup truck? And how did she get to know that he was there? I mean, that's a big question. Was it a coincidence? That's a big question. Yeah, that's that a is question. a big question I, that I hadn't even thought of. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't figure it out. Nothing in the book um, explains it either. I, I don't know. How did he know that Maddie was looking for her mother and that... Maddie thought her mother was in California, and how did he know to contact her, and where did they meet? I don't yeah. Know. Like, where did he come into all of them? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. why Isn't did he come sure back? Found out that he killed Maddie, though? No. That's oh, a good no. point. You know <laughs> I think it was, because they confirmed his DNA. Uh, oh, that's oh, right. Okay, yeah, they right, did yeah. confirm okay. the DNA, right? Right. Okay. Yes. yes. That did happen. Yeah. <laughs> it was his truck as well. But I just don't know how he appeared in... Yeah, so was, yeah, was it a coincidence? Why did he show up in their town? Yeah, and how did he know And it was that... a coincidence it just had to do with three weeks after Maddie got that postcard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even more fast backstory on why he did it and, like, how he got... Yeah. Did he also kill young women in addition to the other awful stuff he did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, was he killing all those other girls as well? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that goes into West's intro that Sadie could start Maddie's just one girl. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Maybe the whole thing's about Keith. Jeez. Well, because even then, like, the last line, like, I can't, you know, handle another dead girl. Yeah. Like, did yeah. you know about all the other dead girls, or does he have some sort of experience with the dead girl, or, like... Book just got dark. <laughs> right? Yeah. Darker than it always yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting it for a young adult book. Yeah. Neither was I. <laughs> I'm really shocked that it was a young adult book. I like that I didn't go to too much gruesome detail. Like, at least Okamoto and the actual um, abuse, they didn't go to much detail, but still, like, the state, state of the nation was pretty. Um, I 
unsettling. It would be very unsettling. I don't even yeah. know, like, to, for to, as a heroine to go off on a revenge killing, if that's even a smart thing. Like, yeah. to, to <laughs> set that up as a sort of a good yeah. model. I mean, not a model, but like a to put that idea of a heroine. Uh, we get in the young adult's mind. I'm not sure. That would have definitely caused my anxiety. I mean, you were reading Stephen King when you were like 12. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stephen King seems, so did I, um, all through high school. So, but Stephen King seems less, it's so, just creeps you up so much that it's so crazy too. Like, so, well, the storylines are so it's very real world. world. That you can just yeah. put it aside and go, Okay, like I just doesn't resemble anything that's real. Mm -hmm. But even just like the, the descriptions of like how her face was beaten in, like that was very, like that to me was worse than like the other things they were talking about and like planning the murders and all the things that were happening with the girls and like that. So I was just like, oh, I don't want to redo it that. Like, yeah. yeah. I did find it like really beat around the bush though. They never outright said anything. There's like, oh, these are all the things. And even Sadie never said anything. She just kind of alluded to it, and then yeah, like oh, it's, it's never. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 27, and I was reading it on the beach, thinking adult, sure. And I was so disturbed, and I couldn't yeah, it was stop crazy. thinking about what actually happened, and like it, it was pretty disturbing. I was listening the audiobook, and it, it kind of hit you more when she's talking about it, like, oh, I'm in the bathroom and someone's coming and someone's coming close to me and it, you, can hear, you can hear the fear in her voice and it's really unsettling. Because there were all those moments <laughs> yeah. where yeah, yeah. it just flips into her describing a memory but you didn't realize it was a memory until yeah. the very end. And yeah, listening to that on the audio would have been like double creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, it's confusing yeah, at first, you don't realize it's a memory. Yeah, that was oh. a very mm -hmm. Bleak yet poignant scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, was, I found that scene particularly disturbing. Especially because it, it really feels like she's having like like a PTSD flashback and yeah. that it's very vivid for her and it's just yeah. awful. It's awful. You're right. I think maybe in comparison to Stephen King, this one it just hits because it's also real. Yeah. There's no like monsters or ghosts mm -hmm. or anything like it's that. Like it's like it's something people. that's actually yeah. happening in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone find some parts of the book very um, hard to believe? Like how she got around from town to town and how she like survived like that big journey by herself. At least some parts seem kind of unbelievable. Like, in that crappy car. Yeah, that car. <laughs> how, how did she afford gas? How did she. I think it was the part where she met with the other kids, the, or the, um, the rich kids, the rich kids. Yeah. that's where I'm like, yeah, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> that was actually the part that, yeah, yeah that for like, me was the hardest to sort of, yeah. Once you got yeah. past that though, it was like, oh, this is fine yeah, now. Yeah, that, that was pretty like, uh, it was the fact that she outright told them 
that she found them on Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I've basically been stalking you. I'm like, if somebody said that to yeah, me, I'd be really cool, right? Watch out, I'm dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that, that was the part that was just, like, really weird. It's like, you wouldn't be saying all these things. You have to be sneakier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it more of a, like, a revenge fantasy then? Like, it kind of reads a little bit like a revenge fantasy, maybe. Yeah. As opposed to what? being real. Well, I mean, I mean, we don't know how reliable Sadie's narrative portion is. We only sort of have the objective. Not to say that it didn't all happen, but it may not have happened quite in the way that Sadie says it's happened. But Wes did follow all the Yeah, he does follow, right? yeah. And uh, he kind of met each one of them. Like, uh, That's true. I guess a lot of it is verified by... Yeah. I sort of saw it as investigation. Yeah. 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 Um, definitely revenge. But I didn't even see it as revenge. I never thought of that word. I just thought she's going to do right by her sister. And that it was all about her sister. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I just thought it was a youth adventure in which she meets the rich kids. It's kind of like, well, these are the two worlds. This is the Mercedes world, and this is many other people. Many of the young people who are reading this book or have something more in common with those kids than they would with Sadie. And it just kind of shows the two things. But it's like I did I kind of see her almost as a romantic hero, kind of going to revenge. Avenge. That's a, yes, okay. that's, that's the right word. Avenge. Yeah. It's an avenge fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that distinction. Yeah. <laughs> she's like avenging her own conscience after you find out she sent a postcard. And she was interfered with by this fellow. And maybe her sister might not have been at all. Maybe her sister was just murdered by him. Or she was also. Yeah. So yeah, revenge, avenge, yeah. Mm -hmm. I really saw this like more of the avenging her sister. Oh, I was thinking, because um, it, it ends with him, like, they say it a couple times, but I don't want another, I can't handle another dead girl. And it made me think of a lot of, sort of, the crime shows on TV, and I know they were talking about it a little while back, I think, when Mandy Patinkin left Criminal Minds. The sort of trope of all the dead girls in those kinds of shows. And I was wondering whether or not we think Sadie subverts that, or falls into it. We don't really know if she ends up being a dead girl. I know. <laughs> I think because she fought back and she was the kind of she was kind of the one that instigated it, mm -hmm. rather than just being like passively him going to get her. Yeah, like Maddie. Not saying that Maddie's, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And I think the fact that you get um, the mother sort of calling out Wes McCray for his sort of detached disinterest in the whole thing kind of works to subvert it as well. Mm -hmm. I think you're just doing this just for the story. Yeah. That's what it comes across as. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't even want the story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the producer that is like, you have to go do this. He's like, but I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the questions I have is, out of all the people who Sadie comes across in her journey, which person or people do you think has the most effect on her? So there was the waitress. There was the boys that she, she liked. What was his name? Javi? Javi. Javi, yeah. I, I thought he was kind of pointless. Yeah. 
Like, why? I'm just gonna do nothing with him and just. just he's gone. <laughs> but I. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, right? And almost ended up. As a young woman, you know, as a person. Yeah. What about the girl in the car that she picks up? Cat. Oh, Cat. She's kind of instrumental in, in her development of seeing herself as dangerous and kind of at the start of the journey, kind oh, of yeah. confirming that she's mm -hmm. dangerous as well. It's kind of like a gave her strength. Yeah. I think Abby had a more of an influence on the than just being the alert her. Yeah. It's like she, yes, I think she saw herself as more human and her teenage self kind of came yes. out of it more. And she realized that she has human feelings. So yeah, I liked Abby. She brought more yeah, because you got to see a side of her then that you wouldn't have gotten to see yeah. in any other way. Yeah. Sorry. And for she me, it was the... no opportunity to see herself either. No, exactly. Like if I was a child or a teenager, you know, in terms of maturity, she was always, you know, having to be a caregiver. The, the hotel clerk guy that she doesn't kill, I feel like he kind of did because I think that took her to a point, but then she was able to, like, Pull back and kind of realize what she was capable of, and he took care of her even though she had tried to kill him. And I think that kind of, I mean, depending on how she ended up, but I feel like that had an effect on her. Yeah, he definitely helped. Yeah, yeah, and he was a really good guy. Yeah, and that was so much of her thing, too, right? Because, like, you said you were friends with him, right? So, like, she yeah. didn't want. Kind of assumed after the other people that she had met that had been friends with Keith. Yeah, I felt bad for people. that guy. He's yeah. like, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> I didn't know what here. this guy was into. Like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> Please don't kill me. Yeah. But I like how he believed her, even though he was friends with Keith and Keith had to get yeah. a job. He gave her a chance at least. Yeah. I'm just at the beginning of the second chapter where it's like three days later I dye my hair and I thought that whole section was very Gone Girl. Yes. Oh. Like her cool girl monologue where she's like dyeing her hair and like yeah. in the truck stop bathroom. Yeah. I feel like maybe that was just part of all of it too because but like because like Gone Girl was just like now that you've said that, it's all like coming together now, as if this was almost trying to get there, but it didn't. Like a YA gone girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I haven't read No, me neither. I, I just saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're both good. They're both good, yeah. Like, doesn't matter which one you do first, like, I would still do both. We always do a, like, would you recommend this book to people? So maybe we'll see. Would anyone recommend this book to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think so. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. 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 Definitely not for like young audience. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you'd want it to be. Which means they're fine. Yeah. Older teen. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say like 17, 18. Yeah. yeah. We were but saying, would you write? We always do a sort of like, would you recommend this book? So I wanted to want to know, would you recommend it to anyone? And who would you recommend it to? Maybe someone starting to read crime because I hadn't read too much. Mm -hmm. 
crime or thriller mm -hmm. a lot. So it's good like to be to thriller light. Yeah. <laughs> but also heavy. But yeah. <laughs> True. I still am if the I don't know about recommending just because of the heroin being out for revenge killing. Like I, it's there's something that um I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it except to, you know, except to my niece so we can read the same book and talk about it, but mm -hmm. we've done that with other books, so she's too young for this still. So. I mean, I'm glad I read it. It's not bad. It's a good mm -hmm. book, but no. There's lots of other books to recommend. Yeah. A much older audience. I was trying to think of, like, a specific person, and obviously, like, I would recommend it to her, so, like, that doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> but I think just also... Coming from the writer's side, like the fact that it was written so differently with yeah. the podcast transcripts mm -hmm. and the kind of different presence and it stuff. Is, it is structurally interesting. Yeah, I really like that part, but to still think of a specific person, yeah, it's a little hard to find someone to be like, oh, hey, nobody, you should read this book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's nobody in my life who'd be writing around the right age for it. Working in a bookstore, I don't think I would be like, oh, yeah, like, here. <laughs> Do you like light pedophilia? Like, <laughs> here. I'd probably give it to my sister to read. I think she would enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know who else I would. Yeah. Yeah. I would be, yeah, I would question my personality if someone yeah. recommended this to me. <laughs> I have to really know a person yeah. well and be like, oh, you would enjoy this. But it was a light, easy read. Okay. Yeah. And I think as much as like the characters were lacking, the plot is what really got me through it. Yeah. And the yeah. format made it easy to read. Mm -hmm. Very. Maybe you'd have to like give it to somebody with a warning. Be like, this is an interesting book, but be warned. There's, I, yeah, there's yeah. stuff in it. <laughs> I would talk about it. I would talk about this book with people. I wouldn't, and yeah. that's different than recommending, but mm -hmm. not, not even books I would recommend I wouldn't be able to talk about because this is so many kind of, I thought kind of unique things in it. I would talk about it. And then maybe people are like, well, that sounds kind of cool. And then I'd say, the subject matter is a bit, you know, iffy, careful. But yeah, like, I think that the, the, the podcasting and, and the, that, that kind of reading it instead of listening to it, that struck me as kind of cool. Because mm -hmm. I never, I don't read crime ever. So putting them together, yeah, I thought it was kind of, it was, it was cool, for sure. So maybe I would recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book to talk about, I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 And yeah, this was Jen picked this one. Yeah, and that's I had kind just of how... sort of heard about it on Twitter, and I was like, "Well, that sounds interesting." Yeah. <laughs> I, I really was drawn to the fact that it was both podcast transcripts and the yeah. like. I thought that was such an interesting structure, and I'm kind of obsessed with structure. So I was like, "Let's yeah. read this." <laughs> yeah. I've never read a book with this kind of structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's definitely becoming like more popular though. Well, like, yeah, I just read Daisy Jones and the Six. I also yeah, I read that. Oh, it was really so good. good. So, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I loved that one. Yeah, that like, I would definitely recommend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it also YA? No, no that no, one's that not. Was, but it's yeah. it's done, um, sort of interview style. So mm -hmm. it's it's all just it's just a transcript. Yeah, basically, yeah, it's like so it. easy to read. It is. When oh, I yeah. first heard, I'm like, oh boy, no, it's so easy to read. Yeah, it's like Lincoln and the Bardo. Oh, I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. That? Yes. Did you like it? I, I thought it was weird. Yeah. I wasn't even following it. I tried starting it. And yeah. I was just like, was, what? I don't get it. It was really huh. hard, but it was it was good. Yeah. I got to the first chapter and I couldn't like get past it. Ever Interesting. So, yeah. Except you listen. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks again for listening to another book on the shelf. A special thanks goes out to Shay at BMV for helping us organize this, uh, as well as Maxine, Danielle, Svetlana, Deborah, and Megan, who all joined in the discussion and uh, made it a great time. Yeah, it was really great. It's a great book club. They were super awesome. They really were. Uh, it's a monthly book club. They meet on the last Monday of the month. Go check them out. Uh, don't forget to read along with us. We've yes. announced our September and October book. It is Cherry by Nico Walker. He was a veteran who came back and did not get the help he needed, fell into some trouble, some bank robbing, and ended up in prison. This story is semi-fiction, semi-biographical. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it doesn't, the first thing it says, like, this is fiction, but it's definitely not. But also, isn't he currently in prison for Correct. robbing banks? Yes. Yes, I'm his, very inter- I'm really looking forward to reading it. Yeah, his it's author really photo looks really nice, and you're like, wait a second, that's definitely prison garb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so read along with us, and find us at all the usual places on social media. You know where we are. Hopefully you love us, hopefully you listen to us, sign up to our newsletters, and we'll catch you in two weeks. <laughs>